All right, guys, before we start on today's episode, I have a quick announcement. Really excited about this. Starting August 31st, I will be offering you two shows per week. Now, I always do one on a Monday, right? Monday, you always get the show for me, but nothing again to the following Monday. And I'll tell you, I have tons of interviews just waiting to release and a lot of content that I've recorded that I really want to get out to you. And frankly, it's just taking too long. And I have assembled a really, really great team here for my podcast. And we have the capacity now to start offering you more. So starting August 31st, we will be offering you a show not only on Monday, but also on Thursday. So be sure to check that out. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast, but you just come here and listen on Mondays because you know that's when we provide the content and the new shows, then please subscribe so you can get notifications when we have our shows on Thursdays and then you don't miss those as well. It's going to be great. There's so much good stuff that I want to share with you and I'm really excited that we now have the capacity and the bandwidth to offer that second show per week. So I'm excited about it. Look for that starting August 31st. All right, guys. Let's do this. Really from that moment on, really started finding the tools in my own life and applying them and really realizing that as I cleaned up my inner world and my thinking, that suddenly it started to reflect in my outer world. You're listening to the Just Start Real Estate Podcast. If you're serious about your real estate investing business and need real answers, you are in the right place. And now, your host, Mike Simmons. Hey guys, thank you for joining me here on Just Start Real Estate. As always, it's a real pleasure and an honor to have you here. You chose me, you chose this show right now at this point in your life, and I thank you for that. We're all busy you're here with me and thank you. If you're new to the show, I appreciate you stopping in. Take a listen. Let me know what you think. Give me a rating and review in iTunes. I would be very much appreciated. And uh, today, guys, I'm really excited. The show that I'm bringing you today, the conversation that I had, uh, I got a chance to meet someone new, which is always awesome. And she is not even in the real estate world. It's not anything that she has anything to do with, but she's on the show because she deals with something that I think is overlooked in most people's businesses. And that's mindset. It's how you frame things in your own mind. It's usually what holds people back. It's not lack of knowledge. It's not lack of ability. It's not lack of access to information or tools or or tactics. Usually, it's something going on in their head that's stopping them, right? This show is called Just Start Real Estate because I know that one of the biggest hurdles is just getting started, right? But that can be in any capacity. Like, you can have a business that you're running, but you need to just start taking care of your mental health. You need to just start taking care of your physical health. Just start getting yourself on the right path to think more clearly and to view the world in a way that's conducive and conductive to success. And to that end, my guest today is Carla Reeves. Carla is known for her compassionate, direct, and truth-telling candor. Carla has coached hundreds of executives, CEOs, and other ambitious leaders over the past 10 years. Carla is committed to guiding individuals to clarity about real stumbling blocks that stand in the way of their growth and equip them to experience profound 
profound shifts in their confidence and ability to communicate powerfully. Carlos spent 10 plus years in corporate America working in human resources and information technology. She left corporate America at age 32, raised her boys, and lived the entrepreneurial life that she loves. A series of entrepreneurial adventures organically evolved into the coaching she does today. What she knows to be true is that people are far closer than they realize to the very things they deeply desire. Often, the only thing standing in their way is an old, outdated way of viewing themselves and the world around them. And to that end, I want to introduce Carla. She's awesome. We had a great conversation. I really, really enjoyed speaking to her. So without any further ado, I give you Carla Reeves. Hey, Carla, it's awesome to have you on the show. I really, really appreciate you doing this. Uh, Mike, I'm so excited to be here. Good, good, good. I'm excited to talk to you. Uh, we spoke just for a moment before we hopped on here live. And uh, one thing that I think is sorely missing from really all industries is everyone is is concerned about getting the education, learning the strategies, uh, finding the right software and tools to do their business better. And they feel like if they have those things, they can just succeed no matter what. And I think what really holds people back or or holds them down in a lot of cases has way more to do with what's between their ears than, than the tools they have at their disposal. So that being said, having someone like you on here with your background and your expertise is absolutely valuable to my listeners. So again, thank you for doing this. And I, I really can't wait to dive into it. So Let's talk. How did you, first of all, let's go back before your, your career as a speaker and a coach. What were you doing and, and what kind of opened up the door in, in your life that led you down this path? Yeah, so a couple things. One, kind of speaking to what you were talking about is I spent a lot of years actually doing what you're talking about is trying to line up everything on the outside and get, check all the boxes um, that I thought would lead to a happy, successful life and woke up completely empty. And in the middle of a divorce and really realized that, wow, I, I thought I had this figured out. And I clearly don't. <laughs> and that was a huge pivot point in my life to go. There's, I know there's got to be another way to have a far more fulfilling life. I don't know what it is, but I'm on a mission to figure that out. And really from that moment on, really started finding the tools in my own life and applying them and really realizing that as I cleaned up my inner world and my thinking that suddenly it started to reflect in my outer world. So yeah, that's how it really started. I worked in corporate America for 10 years and left to have my uh, first son and started to go a little stir crazy at home and, um, and really looked around and saw a lot of moms who were kind of unhappy and it would ripple to their parenting and I didn't want that. And again, knew I wanted something more and really set out to figure out how I could be a happy mom and, and be at home. And I started a business to really start to find the tools and pick my own life up and, and really give those tools away to other people to really, really transform their, their everyday experience of life. So how, how old is your son? That's a real clever way of asking how long ago was this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's eight. He's actually be eighteen next month. Okay, cool. So you started this this company back then to to go down this path and and sort of figure things out and help other people figure that out as well. What was what were some of the things that you struggled with in your own journey to to kind of uh, get more control of your life? And what were the things that really held you up or like you struggled with the most back then? 
Yeah. I mean, one of the things was I really was looking to the external world to make me happy. You know, if, if, if I had the right job and I had the right marriage and I had, you know, was getting the right feedback from the people around me, then I felt okay. But the moment that all went away, it sort of kicked in this cycle that I had to do more and be better and, you know, be more efficient and uh, give more and please more. And it was this, this roller coaster cycle that I found myself really exhausted inside of. That's one of the things I really work with people today to, to really break that cycle because, like you said, a lot of it is I, I what I learned was that my thinking was really shading my experience of life. And I, I like to think of it like a pair of glasses, your thinking is, is like a lens, and it really shades your experience of life. And even though we can go and we can get a new job or change a relationship to try to make things better in our life or make more money, that if you haven't cleaned up that shade or that lens you're looking through, and if you have a story of, um, you know, I'm a failure, I'm not good enough, it doesn't matter how much success you achieve, that doesn't go away until you take care of that on the inside. And I had to do that for myself to clean up that, that thinking lens first. Yeah. I think for a long time, I lived at the mercy of my circumstances, like life was happening to me. And I was introduced to some tools to say, well, really, you don't have to live at the mercy of what's happening in your life, that you can really start to set your eyes on a vision and line up everything to that and really start to co-create in your life and have yeah. it have an impact on that. And yeah. that was a profound shift. That's super interesting. And I'll bet I'm thinking like the people that you that you speak to, that you help and you coach and how often have they sort of gotten the external stuff that they thought would work for them? In other words, they have a good job and they make decent money or maybe really good money and and they have a relationship, but they're still not happy. Like how often do you line those external pieces up and realize it's, you're, something's wrong, something's still wrong? Yeah. I mean, that's very much the people that I work with. They have, you know, on the outside, life looks really good. On paper, life looks really good. And there's a disconnect inside to them actually experiencing that. They know that they have the ingredients, but for some reason, they're not experiencing it. Gotcha. And yeah. That, so you, you say that thriving begins on the inside. What does that mean exactly? Yeah, so... I believe that a deep change in the way that we live or experience life really requires a deep change in the way that you think. And so, you know, similar to that, that lens, we have to examine our thinking first to understand um, and really shift our outer experience. And how that looks is, you know, I work with a lot of people who you know, they may have a story from the time like we get we we attach to these stories from the time we were very young, like it might be something like I'm a failure, right? And a lot of these high achieving people are people who inside have a story, an old outdated story that doesn't fit, right? But it's got lodged in there somewhere. And it, it's what actually creates their success and creates their striving. Um, but it also creates a lot of exhaustion and a lot of it's never enough. So they just have to keep raising the bar and raising the bar. And so when we can kind of examine that story and really help them pull it apart to recognize that it, it doesn't have to define them anymore. And it's not true. We uh, often attach a lot of truth to these thoughts that have been around a long time. So I really help them separate that truth so that they can start to 
be free of that relentless striving, never ending, you know, achievement, because that's, it's really hard to create fulfillment in your life when you're in that sort of way of behaving and acting and responding in the world. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does make sense. And and something you said really struck me as interesting for sure is sometimes those old stories, you're not good enough, you're not smart enough, whatever it is, you you said that that sometimes that's what's propelling them. Like that's what's put giving them the external success. How often do people get concerned like I want to not feel this stress. I want to not feel this anxiety or this bad feeling that I have, but I certainly don't want to lose my drive. Like I don't want to not be ambitious and keep driving for more, but how do I do that without having these inner feelings but still have that outer drive that I need to be the person that I am in business? Yeah, so one of the things I discovered after coaching people a long time was that, and this is going to be a little longer answer maybe than you were looking no, for. No, I love but, it. Let's do it. I'm excited. Um, but what I discovered is that people would come into coaching wanting to escape something. They want to escape a relationship or they want to change their job or they want to move to a new city. And what I discovered over a long period of time is that I was curious whether that's what they really wanted to escape. And I started to notice that there was a pattern here. And I would now I ask people, how urgent is that change? And if you can suspend it for just a period of time, what I want to do is help them reveal what I call your survival model. And it's a way of behaving in the world, a way of acting, a way of thinking that's really driving them. And what I found over time is that what people really want to escape is that survival model, not the job, not the relationship. Sometimes it is, right? But yeah. But what they really want to escape is this old, outdated framework that doesn't allow them to feel their best, to be their best, and even to achieve at their best. And it's because it's fueled by those negative, often those negative old stories. And so what we do to answer your question is really let them see that, understand it, and then get them operating outside of that behavior pattern and what happens is you, I like to think of it as you kind of switch the engine that's running the show. Uh, and so it's not that the engine goes away or that they lose that, but it's actually fueled by something entirely different that's often inspiration or a passion versus trying to prove something. And so it's, it's really amplified. Yeah, that's great. And that's, that's a, I love that answer. That makes total sense. And it's funny. I actually was listening to something the other day. This is maybe slightly soft subject, but it was a, I won't name who it was because it's somebody known in, in, in public, but um, somebody who's high achiever and, and really successful in the industry. And somebody was suggesting meditation to them to try to help kind of clear their mind. And, and he was like, I don't want to start meditating because I'm afraid that I'll lose my edge. Like I'm afraid that I'll get so relaxed and so like serene and at one with the, <laughs> with myself that I'll stop working so hard. And I thought that was so funny. And it reminded me when you were talking about mm. that the exact thing that people worry. Um, but honestly, it it almost feels like if you're if your success and what's propelling you is like fueled with like negativity and fueled with things that like feel bad. Just replacing that fuel, like you said, the engine that's running you with something that's more productive and positive, that seems like that's the key. And that's that's an awesome thing to even think about. Because I think a lot of us, geez, I, and especially at a certain age, maybe, <laughs> my generation perhaps was... There was a lot of like negative reinforcement, you know, when I was growing up. So, um, and I think it does propel me in a way. It makes me insecure enough that I always feel like I have to, 
work harder or you know something's going to happen. So I get it. I think a lot of people are in that position. I know that you also are a, a huge um, supporter and proponent of journaling. How does journaling help us? Like, wh- what does that do for us, and why is that something people should consider? Journaling, I mean, there's lots of benefits of journaling. I'm going to kind of zoom in on three for you that I think will be that are really really the ways that I use journaling and that I think will serve your audience. Okay. But the first one is really a tool just to empty your thoughts. So sometimes this gets so crowded and so noisy, especially right now, right? I I think this is ever, I mean, this is always relevant, but it's extra relevant right now. So journaling can be a tool to just empty thoughts and empty your mind, especially when you're feeling overwhelmed or anxious or stressed incredible tool to just empty what's up there. Um, so that alone, I call it taking out the mental trash. It's, you know, kind of like cleaning your house. You yeah. really need to do that in your mindset <laughs> like every that. day. I like that. <laughs> That's awesome. And so just emptying it can be therapeutic and healing. And just, I, I actually was working with a executive and she said, you know, just right. Like taking five minutes to just clear her head before she went into a meeting was so effective. Um, yeah. It helps you to be more present and engaged. The second thing would be, it just gives you a little bit of distance, you know, from your thinking. We are not our thinking. And often we're just so defined by it. We're so attached to that it's the truth. And so by getting it down on paper, you can actually step back a little bit and just really start to be more responsible for what you're allowing in your headspace because it's with you 24 seven and it's literally creating your experience of whatever it is. And so just to give you a little bit of distance and a little bit of space. And then I think lastly, it really allows you, you know, I like to think of journaling as a tool for navigating your life. So for me, a lot of times we can't control our circumstances. We may not be able to change what's happening in our life, but we can always choose how we want to show up or how we want to respond to what's happening. And so journaling is an incredible way to really get it all out there and then really look at, you know, what's the big picture here? And what's my ideal outcome here? And who do I want to be in the face of what's happening? And kind of figure that out on, you know, with pen and paper, incredibly helpful. Yeah, that's, that's really good. You also mentioned something, uh, it wasn't in there, but it was a little earlier, I wanted to go back to for a second. And it's sort of like just taking control, like that, the idea of, of, of controlling what's happening to, to you, and you being in control of it. I, I have daughters, and I have a son. And I've always told them, like, if you don't make decisions for yourself, life will make them for you. And usually you won't, you won't love the decisions that life makes without your, you know, without your input. So you either, you either take control of your own life and you, you decide the, the course that you're going to be on, the path that you're going to be on, or like, don't worry, the, the choices will be made, but it'll be made by someone who maybe isn't necessarily uh, overly concerned about your, your happiness, right? So I love that whole thought. The journaling thing is great. I just started doing that uh, recently. And what I found was before I journaled, and you mentioned getting it all out of your head, which for me is the absolute key uh, for why I do it. Because I think what I used to do in the past was I had so many things that I was concerned about, worried about, thinking about working on projects and things that I couldn't forget and important. And I would obsess on them constantly because I knew I would forget. And I knew that something would get lost in the clutter of my head. And when I started putting them down on paper, like just emptying it out without 
worrying about the organization or which one's most important, just just throwing it out of my head, it was a relief because I knew that I could forget something and, and I should forget something. So certainly if it's not anything eminent, I should forget it and it's there so it will never be, it won't be lost. I never mm-hmm. really realized that I couldn't, I couldn't settle my brain down and I couldn't stop the anxiety because I was deathly afraid all of these important things that I had going on in my life would just disappear. As soon as I forgot them, they're gone, right? Or worse, I would remember them, but way too late. So um, I love that. That first one for sure hits home with me. All right, guys, sorry for the interruption, but I just want to really quick remind you that Flip Hacking Live this year is on October 15th, 16th, and 17th. It's going to be packed full of amazing real estate investors just dishing, telling you everything that they're doing in their market to be successful, to be profitable, to scale, just all of their secrets and and tactics and tricks that they're doing to be successful in their market. And because this is a virtual event, now we're going to bring this to you live in your home. You don't have to travel. All of the worries about traveling and COVID and are people going to be wearing masks? Are they going to try to shake my hand? Like, How far are we going to sit apart? All of those fears, if you had them, are gone because we're going to bring it right to your house. So the fact that it's a virtual event, in my opinion, probably means we're going to be able to make this even better. I'm going to be speaking at the event. It's going to be amazing. We're going to send out swag boxes. You're going to get free stuff. It's just going to be awesome. And right now, the tickets are so cheap. They're only $2.97. That price is going to go up. And that's exactly why I'm interrupting this right now to tell you the price is going up soon. Go grab your tickets now. You can go to www.best realestateevent.com. That's a new URL. It's a little easier to remember, and I thought that would be helpful. So go to bestrealestateevent.com. If you go and get your tickets before the end of August, send me proof that you bought them before the end of August. I will enter you in a drawing for me to pay for your ticket. So this thing could even be free. It's a no-brainer, guys. The cost of the ticket is insanely low. It's not going to stay this low. Go grab it now or you will regret it because this is going to be an event like no other. So go grab your ticket. Go to bestrealestateevent.com and I hope to see you there. All right, let's get back to the interview. I have a note here. Simple mindset shifts to restore peace of mind. What what is that? What are those shifts that you're talking about? Tree? Because listen, even though I journal and I try to do the things like like I have my issues too, right? Like peace of mind sometimes is tough. How do those mindset shifts affect your peace of mind? Hmm. Well, I'll, I'll give you an example. So a lot of times we can get, you know, I, I like to think a lot of times clients will come to a call and it's it's really a, like they're having a focus problem. And what I mean by that is that a lot of times as humans, we just get focused on what we don't want. <laughs> and it's not even here, right? So for example, I had a client who she had a new opportunity. It was a, I think it was a job opportunity at the time. And the previous time I talked to her, she was so excited about this new opportunity and just thrilled and on cloud nine. And the next time we talk, she's in a completely different space and she's, she hasn't even started the job and she's worried about losing the job. (laughs) (laughs) And so a lot of times as humans, we are, our excitement can turn to fear of what we don't want to happen. And so a simple shift in those kinds of moments is to just ask yourself, you know, what is it that you do want? How do you want this to turn out? What would it look like if you're, you know, how do you want that first day on the job or that opportunity to go, you know, paint a picture. And then she would paint a picture of, you know, well, I want them, you know, I, I want to, you know, them to see me this way and I want to perform this way. And she started to paint that picture and then, okay, well then 
how, how can you think and how can you show up in a way that increases the likelihood of that happening? You know, and so that re- returns power to or and almost re- you can feel the shift, right? Yeah. But because when you feel powerless, it creates a lack of peace. But just by a simple shift in your thinking from, you know, what you don't want to what is it that you do want? And, and where can you have control and influence over that? Yeah, that's one place. I love that. And you mentioned out of control, you know, right, you know, I have to believe we're in a time right now that's it's really unusual. It's been a long time since we've had this something that created such fear in people uh, as we have right now at the time of this recording. Um, we're in the, kind of in the middle or hopefully we're kind of getting a little beyond the the hump here in the, with the coronavirus. And I think this is the only time I can go back to that I can think of that happened before this that was similar in that people felt out of control and scared was 9-11, right? And, but now, yeah. now we have the coronavirus and I think I talk to a lot of investors and, and business folks around the country and there's a lot of different ways it's affecting people. But what what are the some of the things you're seeing out there right now with your clients? And and what is some what's some advice you're giving them about what's happening in the, the world right now with the virus? And some people are in lockdown. And you know, I know some people are so afraid. Like some people are like deathly afraid to to talk to anyone, to go anywhere, to open their mail. And I know other people that I I'm friends with that are like, I don't even. This is the flu, right? Like there's like it's such. Opposite ends of spectrum. It's so extreme. But the folks that are really struggling, like what? What's some things that you're telling them, and how are you helping your clients get through this time? Yeah. So something I've noticed, you know, just the the dynamic and and some of the coaching calls have changed recently because we're not so forward thinking or goal focused. Um, you know, we're more dealing with what's happening right now and, and maintaining our sanity in the, in the yeah. midst of it. And one of the things that I found really, really is happening more, more and more often is just people needing a space to just unpack their thinking, kind of what you're talking about. But there just gets to be so much and we have so many inputs, right? Yeah. And so much contradicting information. And, even even people in our lives that we're close to have differing opinions. And so there's just an overload. And so I think the process we talked about, you know, with just unpacking your thinking more frequently, whether it's in a journal or with somebody you trust, yeah. um, I think is really, really important. Um, because ultimately, we have to come back to we all have a different sort of compass that's guiding us around this, whether it's your faith or whatever it is. And I think we have to just quiet some of the noise to figure out, you know, where do I stand in the midst of this and who do I want to be in the face of what's happening? Right. Because like, like we said, there's so much that we can't control. There's a lot of it that we can't change or influence. And so you have to come back to, you know, what's, what's important right here and right now and what can I control? I know there were many days where, especially in the beginning where I felt myself get swept away in some of that fear. And, and then I would, you know, it's all lives up in your head. And when I would come back to the moment, I walk outside and it's peaceful and the birds are chirping and there's nothing wrong. But a lot of times what we, we create a lot more suffering and struggle with our thinking. And I think that, there's a quote that I love that says, um, we all carry a load, the heavy is in your head. And, you know, while we may not be able to change the load, 
we can certainly control and lighten the heavy with our with the way that we're choosing to think and focus what we're focusing on. Yeah, that's I like that a lot. And I think that um, certainly, you know, the the folks that you that you talk to and the coaching calls that you're on and, and I'm in a, a mentor mastermind program with with folks from around the country. I think sometimes those groups become a lifeline in times like mm-hmm. this because not only is it some place to unload the mental, you know, stuff that you're working on mentally or just like unload what's in your brain so it doesn't just sit there and, and the heavy like you talk about. Um, but I think you also get to talk to folks who have maybe a slightly more optimistic outlook on things than you do. And and being around that, uh, because honestly, you know, not to put down any <laughs> any affiliation or any network, but listening to the news all day long is not exactly a formula for feeling great because there's nothing that sells apparently better than scaring the heck out of everybody. So um, people who are sitting around listening to the news all the time or, or watching the news feeds, um, getting around folks that maybe are not so feeling so desperate or so devastated or have a little bit more of a, a positive outlook, those kind of groups, masterminds, mentorships, coaches, mm-hmm. coaches and things, so important right now. It's such a lifeline, you know, because you can get caught up in your own head just sitting around watching the news and, and getting a little, little freaked out by it. So... Yeah, yeah, I, you're right. Taking responsibility for the inputs, right? Like the yeah. inputs that you're allowing into your life and the impact that they have. And yeah. you're right. It just looking for more energy giving conversations, inputs, all of that. Totally, yeah. totally. Awesome. So as far as this whole Corona thing with the folks that you're talking to, uh, again, I, I know there's probably it's changed the dynamic. How much are you talking about just out, out of curiosity to the folks that you talk to? How much I know right now, everyone's focused on like today, like what's happening right, or next week or when is the you know, when is the quarantine going to be lifted? Like how much do you do you advise folks to look beyond that so they can stop focusing on what's happening right now so much and look forward to their goals and, and aspirations down the road? Yeah, I think it's it's kind of a case by case basis. Um, intuitively, I can kind of tell if somebody's in a place where they can move. I mean, it's certainly with a lot of my clients, we are talking about. You know, I think this is a a time of reinvention for people. You know, people are really getting clear about what what is priority, where they maybe were spending time before this that doesn't make sense anymore. Yeah. And I think people are tuned into what matters, and so beginning to help them really shape their life and their the next three, six, nine, 12 months around that, we're definitely having some of those conversations. Yeah, I think, and I think that's important. Totally. I think it's a tremendous opportunity too for people who have a family, have kids and, and spouses. It's such a cool opportunity to like reconnect and re-engage, and and I know people joke around about like having to homeschool, and I'm, I'm I know that's probably probably tough. My wife's a teacher, actually, so uh, I know she's uh, there's some level of satisfaction that people are understanding how hard this can be. Um, but I think aside from all that joking around about homeschooling, I, I think the fact that just people are spending more time with their kids has to be a good thing. And like you said, where are we spending our time? So if you have that that mom or dad or whatever that was 
gone a lot doing a lot of things that maybe didn't really matter. Now they're home and I think the kids are benefiting from that or they should be benefiting from that. Having the parents around more often, um, it's just, just a cool thing that for, for, for families to reconnect. And I think that's I, personally, I think that's part of a healthy life and a healthy mind is having a healthy relationship with your spouse, with your kids and feeling like you're all connected like that. So we're getting a little home on the prairie kind of a scenario here <laughs> where we all have to stay in and we can't I go like anywhere. It. So yeah, I do too. I, I like it a lot. My kids are a little bit older, but, um, uh, my wife and I have just been having a blast hanging out and our kid, like I said, our kid is older. One of us is with, one of them is living with us right now, but, um, yeah, it's, we joke with her. We call her like, it's, this is what it would have been like if you're an only child. We're sitting there having dinner and it's just us three and she's, she's 25. So she, she's like, yeah, yeah this is great guys. So it's yeah, fun. Yeah, but it's back to the basics. Yeah. You know, I have a lot of clients who have kids that are home now and, you know, maybe never spent this much time as a family together. And, yep. you know, that's going to have a huge ripple impact. Yep. Totally. Love it. I love it. I love it. Carla, listen, I, I don't want to take up a lot of your time. I appreciate you doing this. Guys, if you want to find out more about Carla and what she what she does and what she talks about, you can go to CarlaReeves.com and check her out there. I know that the first conversation with her is always free of charge. So please go to her website and check that out if you are at all interested. And, and if you're feeling maybe a little bit like you need to talk to somebody and, and things aren't going well on the inside, uh, which is probably a lot of us, honestly, um, go check it out. Carla, it's been a blast talking to you. It's been really fun getting to know you. Uh, thanks again for doing this and uh, stay safe with your family, stay healthy and, and uh, I wish you all the best. Likewise. Really enjoyed it. Thank you, Mike. All right. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. All right, guys, I hope you found that as interesting and insightful and inspiring as I did. Having Carla on the show uh, was a lot of fun for me. And I know that that mental side of life has every bit as much impact on your success and your happiness, maybe, maybe more than any external thing that you accomplish, achieve, or acquire, like a job, like money, even a relationship, right? We all look for external things to bring us happiness, and then we find out they don't bring us happiness and we're not any happier than we were. So having her on the show, giving that insight, exposing you guys to that aspect of your success in your life is what I think my job here is to do. It's to help you in all ways be successful uh, in real estate and in life. So I hope you enjoyed that. I loved having her on, guys. And you know what I'm going to tell you right now. If you want to make a difference in your life, if you want to be happier, if you want to have success that brings you happiness on the inside, then you need to get out there and go for it. Just start. And when you have issues and help, being in a mastermind, having a coach like Carla, or being around people who are positive and succeeding and have that fulfillment is always going to help you. So if that's you, get out there and get started and go for it. If you need a mastermind to be a part of, give me a call, shoot me an email. I can help you with that too. All right, guys, go out there and make today a great day.